Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Hello and welcome to Daily Drive. It's Monday, January 31st, 2022. I'm Jamie Butters, Executive Editor of Automotive News. We'll take a closer look at Tesla's year-end results. Is it becoming more like a grown-up company? First, let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. Fresh news overnight out of Japan, Mitsubishi bounced back to profitability in the latest quarter. The Japanese automaker also lifted its fiscal year earnings outlook. Mitsubishi booked operating profit of $267 million in its fiscal third quarter, which ended December 31st. The automaker had lost $36 million in the same quarter a year earlier. Revenue jumped 39% to $4.6 billion, thanks in large part to its redesigned Outlander, based on the Rogue by Alliance partner Nissan. Mitsubishi now expects an operating profit of more than $600 million in the current fiscal year. That's up more than $100 million from the previous estimate. It is earnings season, so GM is slated to report tomorrow after the market closes, and Ford will go on Thursday. We'll talk about Tesla's product plan later, but first some news on a couple of compact EVs by long-established automakers. BMW will end production of its i3 electric car in July. The automaker makes the EV in Germany and previously planned to build it until 2024. BMW telling automotive news affiliate Automobil Voca that potential buyers of EVs are interested in models with more space. BMW has built about 250,000 i3s since 2013. In the U.S., the automaker sold fewer than 1,500 of them last year. And at GM, the Chevrolet Bolt may be discontinued as the company invests in pure electric pickups. The Orion, Michigan plant that makes the Bolt is getting $4 billion of investment to make electric trucks for Chevy and GMC. Output of the subcompact Bolt and its crossover sibling will continue through Orion's conversion, but GM President Mark Royce says the company has nothing further to say related to the Bolt's future. Auto Forecast Solutions expects GM to discontinue the Bolt EV in 2023 and the Bolt EUV in 2024, just in time for pickup assembly. Also from AFS, its weekly estimate of the number of vehicles removed from production because of the microchip shortage jumped significantly for the second straight week. AFS says about 230,700 vehicles have been cut at plants worldwide this year. That's up 23% from a week earlier. It reported a 25% week-over-week jump in its previous estimate. AFS now projects a total of 947,500 vehicles will be cut from production schedules for the year due to the chip shortage. Last week, the U.S. Commerce Department said in a study that there remains a significant mismatch in supply and demand for chips, with companies seeing the problem lasting for at least six more months. And... Today is the last day for Daimler. 
the automaker based in Stuttgart, Germany, will be formally renamed Mercedes-Benz Group on Tuesday. The move comes nearly a year after the spin-off of its truck and bus division was announced. CEO Ola Kalinius argues that the rebranding will unlock shareholder value for the automaker. And that's the news you need to know. Tesla wrapped up its most profitable year with its most profitable quarter, but the next day, investors sold the stock. We'll go behind the numbers after this. The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online, but you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every three minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online. eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed-price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory, sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362. Tesla is growing fast and making money. Its Model Y crossover and Model 3 sedan are being pumped out of factories in California and China. Probably soon they'll start rolling out of plants in Texas and Germany. But investors were disappointed when Elon Musk said no new models would be launched this year, and he raised doubts about one concept ever coming to fruition. To help sort it all out, I called up staff reporter Lawrence Iliff, we call him Lonnie, in Silicon Valley. Lonnie Iliff, welcome to Daily Drive. Hey, happy to be here. You've been covering Tesla's earnings last week. Uh, the company had great profits, more than $2 billion, beating estimates. How did, how did that happen? Well, basically, they sold a lot of cars. So they, uh, you know, the number of cars that they sold went up 87% to 936,000. And then they've also been um, raising prices quite a bit. So uh, their margins have gone up considerably. Um, and listening to Elon Musk and reading their report, a lot of efficiencies in the factory. So even though they're having all these chip problems, right? And, you know, chips on the open market are more expensive. They've really been working around them. But, um, you know, when you sell a lot of cars and you raise the prices, like, you know, in the industry uh, generally with um, transaction prices going up, you make a lot of money. Yeah. Now that uh, that 900,000, that's for the full year, right? Yeah, right. that's for the full year. Yeah. Right. But yeah, very strong fourth quarter, lots of lots of vehicles, high prices. Um, but the. Um, but he also had some bad news about uh, product delays. No Cybertruck this year, no Roadster this year. Uh, 
the, the semi, the affordable vehicle, the $25,000 car, all, all delayed. What's going on? Yeah, so that was the really interesting part of the earnings was um, Elon Musk actually wanted to come on the earnings call. He wasn't on the last one. He said he won't necessarily be on ones, you know, from here on out. But he wanted to come and give a product roadmap. And then um, the roadmap was like uh, no Cybertruck next year or this year, excuse me, no Cybertruck this year. No semi, even though like Pepsi said they were going to get their first semis at the end of last year. Um, No $25,000 inexpensive EV that they're not even working on it yet. Right. Right. And no Roadster, which is, you know, uh, four years, five years now. Um, And they still went into space. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And so you, you could really feel you know, in the call, um, a sense of kind of disappointment. And um, he was kind of, you know, very adamant, which was weird because like a day earlier, he had tweeted that he was driving the latest Cybertruck prototype and it was awesome. And a couple of days before that, you know, images and video leaked out from the Tesla factory, probably by Tesla, whatever. And the Cybertruck, you know, it had a big windshield wiper, didn't have that in the, in the uh, concept. It had uh, side mirrors. It kind of had different wheels. And people were saying, oh, it's kind of looking more like a production vehicle. You know, it's amazing because they showed that. He showed that. And it was, uh, it was very dramatic. You know, the, the, the side windows breaking. And the, but the tr- response was tremendous. And since then, he, it looks like Tesla is getting kind of lapped by GM and Ford. Uh, the Hummer EV pickup is already out. Ford's going to have the Lightning pretty soon. It looks like the Silverado EV will be out before the Cybertruck. Yeah, and I went back and, and watched that um, presentation as part of the story I was writing um, for this week's edition. And it was a big deal. Elon Musk came out and he showed the uh, Detroit 3 pickups and said they all look the same. You know, we need to break into this space and just like, you know, do something crazy. And um, people, uh, they say uh, Tesla fans estimate like a million people have pre-ordered. And, you know, it was going to be a big deal. There was like a, a, a video somebody did of like a Tesla Cybertruck out pulling a, you know, a Ford gasoline powered vehicle, you know, dragging it across the road. Mm-hmm. because the Cybertruck was so much more powerful and people have been waiting for these things. And there's a ton of uh, talk and debate and I'm going to get my Cybertruck and the Cybertruck's going to kick the lightning's butt and just on and on and on. And then Elon Musk comes out after saying that it's awesome and says, yeah, but maybe 2023, <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. So a lot of disappointment over the delayed products. Uh, the stock fell the next day. But, um, but what does 22 look like then? Is it just a big year of disappointment? I would say no, because if you look at what the um, financial analysts are saying and some automotive industry analysts that we talked to, you know, Jessica Caldwell and Edmonds, um, they're saying that this is kind of what Tesla needs to do, right? They are doubling their number of factories, right? So right now it's Fremont and China, um, which right now has a run rate in the fourth quarter if you multiply it, right? 
of like 1.2 million, which is a lot of cars from two factories, and then ground up factories like the China one in Austin and then in Berlin, um, pretty much completed, you know, waiting for some paperwork and stuff, you know, probably in the first quarter, definitely for Texas in the first quarter. Um, and they're going to be making, you know, tons of these incredibly popular cars. I saw that the wait time on the Model Y is like a year <laughs> for the most popular model, right? The, the right. cheaper one, cheaper ones take longer. Um, and uh, and so consolidating, getting up to, you know, 1.3 million, 1.4 million, 1.5 million vehicles, big margins, you know, dealing with the chip thing. And Musk said that we have to deal with the chips. We can't start bringing in new products and stuff. But like Jessica Caldwell pointed out, that's like Musk acting like kind of a more traditional CEO, right? Rather than saying, you know, we're just going to do whatever we want. We're going to come up with a cyber truck. We're going to do this. We're going to go crazy. And so I think that there's a lot going on. It's just, I think people wanted that one more thing, you know, um, the auto industry is driven by emotion. It's driven by product. People want that dang cyber truck. I mean, just amazingly. And it's a new form factor. It's a new product. Their products they have now are platforms that have been around for a while, the Model 3, right? And the, the Model S and the crossovers built on top of them. And so I just think there was like a real yearning for, you know, that one more thing. Yeah. You know, it's a fascinating transition in the company from, all, you know, years of losing money, you know, occasionally breaking even to some small profits to now, you know, pretty substantial profits. And like you said, acting in 2022, like a regular grown up company. I mean, obviously still investing and growing fast, but, you know, when you've got a product that's sold out and that's profitable, you just make all of them that you can. <laughs> right. And Elon Musk made the point. He said that it's interesting if you if you look at Tesla's entire history as a car company, this is when they broke even taking that whole, you know, decade into it. Right. So this quarter is when during the entire history of, of Tesla, they've broken even. So I think that that like you said, it's kind of a milestone to say we're a serious company now. And even Elon Musk said now we're a serious car company, like as a joke, because people have said they're not a serious car company. He said, well, I think we're a serious car company now because <laughs> we're profitable during our entire history. And, and, you know, from here on out, we don't know what's going to happen with chips and with COVID and the inflation and everything else. But it certainly looks like that's going to go, uh, that profit's going to go just straight up. Yeah. So yeah, I know you said there, there wasn't really a, a one more thing, but he really did kind of double down on the automated driving idea, almost supplanting the more affordable $25,000 EV. Why, why does he keep uh, hanging on to that? And, and why, does, why is there so much focus on that? Well, you know, he might have thought there was a one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> He might have thought the one more thing was, or the two more things were, we're going to solve this automated robo-taxi thing. You'll be able to download software onto your existing Tesla, and it will drive around. And I would be shocked if we don't figure this out by the end of the year, which is something he said five, six, seven years in a row. So I think a lot of people were like, well, yeah, I mean, we've heard that before, right? Mm -hmm. And so... That's a one more thing for him because he says 
maybe we don't need a cheap EV if everybody's just riding around in um, in robo taxis, which you said would be cheaper than taking the subway or a city bus. I mean, whatever. I think people are still tied to private ownership, even though obviously it's fascinating to look 10 years into the future when, you know, things are radically different, but that's not what people want now. And then this humanoid robot, which you're calling Optimus, um, and it's kind of weird because he only presented it like, I think in August, um, very recently. And when he presented it, it was just a guy dressed up in a um, costume, in a (laughs) robot costume who danced around until Elon Musk said, okay, I've had enough of that. You'd think kind if he just had somebody in a costume, it would they would have called it the Nikola. <laughs> exactly. You know, he didn't even move like a robot. You know how like the robot dance. Right. But anyway, and, and all of a sudden, these robots are going to be working in factories and they're going to transform, you know, civilization as we know it because there are going to be no labor shortage. And I think it was just a little too far out for people. I'm not saying that he, he he's wrong or this you know future isn't going to be absolutely fascinating and extremely lucrative for tesla but i think you know um people have really bought in this is a car company they make really cool av evs and we'd like some more of those well Lonnie, it's uh, it is going to be a fascinating story and i'm glad you're out there in california covering it for us i am happy to do so i love it <laughs> thanks Lonnie. that's daily drive for today i'm jamie butters When you need the most comprehensive news on the auto industry, including clear-headed coverage of Tesla's ups and downs, at any time of day, go to autonews.com. Thanks to Jack Hallauer for his editing and production. Thanks to the ANTV team and web editor Victor Galvan for their support. And thanks to you for listening. Now, let's get back to work.